How many of you have made changes to the family budget? The way that you spend, is it different before the pandemic than it is now? For those of you who have had to make some cuts to make adjustments to the family budget, that's always uncomfortable. Nobody likes that, especially your kids. So today, the best way to explain all of this to your kids, why money is a little bit more tight right now. This is the 7 Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Let the equity in your home work to your advantage with an introductory rate of 1.25% with the home equity line of credit from Advantage Federal Credit Union. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Thank you for listening to the 7 Figures podcast. It has changed a little bit. We're posting new episodes more frequently now, so make sure you hit subscribe if you want to get the notification of when a new one pops up. And for most of the episodes during the pandemic, we're going to share with you the conversation that we have on the radio morning show. So on Wednesdays, our friend Jill Schlesinger is on with us. She is awesome. Today was a really helpful conversation. If you are a parent and you've had to tighten up the budget, how to explain to your kids why you're not allowing them to buy the things Things that they're used to getting. Sam and Sandy gets our game here to get you Jill Schlesinger Wednesday mornings right around this time from CBS News. Jill, good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Um, I am well, yes. and I am right on your side. Just want everyone to know that not wearing a mask is completely idiotic. <laughs> it's just the dumbest. It's so dumb. Um, and I would only say, you know, so many people say to me like, you know, it's like wearing a seatbelt. I'm like, I know, except that when you don't wear a seatbelt, you just kill yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't hurt anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, so fine. You have that massive dinging in your head. Go crazy. Mm-hmm. But this was the same argument that people had when they were like, I don't want to wear a seatbelt. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, I bet that that guy would be like freaking out if his kid were near you and you weren't wearing a mask. I know. It is very strange. Well, see, that's why we thought it was very important to bring this up because now that the Buzz Listener jury has ruled it to be jerk, uh-huh. then that's it. The case, it's now law. Oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. And, it's you know, like you better wear your seatbelt, dummy. <laughs> and we're going to talk to uh, the lieutenant governor in, in about an hour and a half, and we'll tell her that we just created a new law. She'll yes. be very happy about that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, uh, well done. I've also become the neighborhood jerk myself. because I yell because I live on a street that people oh, like no. to go down because there's a nice sunset at the end of my street. Uh-huh. So, which is fine, except people come speeding down the street. So, you know that, like, old lady in your neighborhood That's who would you? yell at kids and say, like, slow down! Oh, I love I it. I am that person. I have become that person. Oh, my God. That is and hysterical. I'm not kidding. Like, I absolutely <laughs> shriek. I'm like, slow down! <laughs> can, you, can you just, like, post a video of you doing that? Yeah, that'd be oh, awesome. Oh, man, it would be so bad. I, I, I mean, I, I actually also accosted somebody in a supermarket who was not wearing a mask. And I said, well, you know, in our supermarket, they have like lanes with arrows. And Mm -hmm. one, so one guy's walking the wrong way and he's not wearing a mask. And, uh, I, you know, I'm also very covered up. So God forbid anyone should actually recognize me from TV. They won't. Right. right, They won't. So I'm like covered up. I got my glasses on. I got my hat on. I got a huge mask over my face. Uh And I said, Hey, big shot. You stronger than the virus, huh? By the way, you're walking the wrong direction. 
Oh, God. I just want to spend a day with you. Oh, God. All right, let's, let's talk money. Let's get to business. Money, so now this is very cool because, Jill, you're on with us every Wednesday, and we, we are so fortunate that you have such great advice for our listeners. And Elizabeth is on the phone with us. If we could patch her in. Yep, let's see um, if I can do this. She correctly. has a really, well, she said she has a ton of questions for you, but I said you oh, got to narrow it down. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth, you on? Yes, I am. You're on the Jill Schlesinger from CBS News. Good morning, Hi, <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. What's going on, girl? Um, I just have a couple questions about budgeting. Mm. Okay. Um, I started a jar system instead of the envelope. It just seems to work better for me. And every month, I just recently started, but every month I've been putting in money for my kids. They're teenagers. They're always borrowing the credit, you know, the debit card to purchase video games or whatever else. So I'm like, let me put money in a jar for you. You guys figure it out. If they don't use the money, like, my kids haven't used the money from this month yet. Should I still put money in next month or should I wait till the original money is gone first? Whatever your system is, you should stick to it. And why? And what are these kids using this money for, just out of curiosity? Normally, not under pandemic terms, but would they be just like, would this just be, is this sort of like an allowance or how, how do you see this? Um, we were originally doing allowances, but then kind of, forgot sometimes (laughs) um and then just recently you know it's like usually once a month or twice a month they'll ask to borrow the credit card because they want to upgrade a video game that they're buying or they're buying Mm -hmm. a new app or something so i'm like well instead of just trying to get it out of their account i'll just kind of budget into that and then when they want to use it they can just use that money so what i would definitely do is i would stick to whatever system you have um, I, are you physically putting money into jars? Is that what's happening? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but then how are they using that to update apps? Like, don't they need like an electronic system, or are they just are you just pulling the money out? Like, let's say, hey mom, I want to update this app, and it costs four ninety nine. Do you take the five dollars? You say, okay, fine, you can use my card, and you take five bucks out of the jar. Yes, for yourself. Yeah, that's how you do mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yes, that's fine. Just don't don't mess around with the system. Whatever system you have set up. Keep to it. But you know what? Get the kids involved in the system also. Just say like, hey, you know what? What we could do is at the end of the month, you didn't spend this money. Should we put it in a savings account for you? Don't you think that would be a great idea? Like to now Mm -hmm. get them more involved? I'd love that. That would be awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. What is and, a good way, Jill, at this time, because, you know, money is top of mind. A lot of couples are discussing this within the home. So the kids are kind of overhearing these conversations. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this could be an opportune time to bring the kids in on the conversation. Where do you see, how do you, how do we teach our kids about money? Well, I think that this is actually a really good example where you, at, you have the physical money in front of them, especially when they're younger, because they're not going to understand electronic, Right. But to actually say, here's the amount of money that you can spend every month on fun stuff for yourselves. Now, if you don't spend it in a month, what we can do is we can put it over here into this thing called a savings account. And then the money will grow and be there for you so that when you're ready to go to college or you're ready to maybe help buy a car, whatever you're going to do, the money will be there for you. And you explain the concept of interest and you explain the concept of saving and you explain the concept of delaying gratification because you're going to get something better in the future. Mm. This is the way that we have real meaningful conversations with our kids. Now, that said, if you've lost your job and your parents are panic stricken about money, don't discuss that with the kids because there's no reason to make them nuts that's kind of not fair to them you can explain that like mom and dad are going through a hard time but 
please don't make them crazy because they don't know what to do with that emotion. They're crazy enough on their own. How do you explain if families are, you know, struggling now because somebody did lose their job in the family? How do you explain to the kids the cutback? Because cutbacks are going to have to happen. What's the best technique to do that without getting them freaked out? Right. I think you tell them the truth, which is, hey, um, mom took a 10% cut to her salary and um, and dad's working a few uh, less hours, which means that we're we've got to really go through and look at our budget and we're going to tighten things up. So we decided that for the next six months, we're um, we're going to keep everything as is, but we're not going to stop mom and dad are not going to spend any extra money on. Um, the streaming service that we wanted to buy or like you explain that there is some action that you're taking that's going to help you get through it you explain that this is temporary and that we're all going to get through it and so that i think having these conversations is important i really do again it's like a delicate balance though like you know it's nice to be in elizabeth's situation where it's like i have the money i can put money away Mm -hmm. i can get you know do the basics but the idea of actually breaking bad news to kids is uh, smart, and and certainly, but let's just say that uh, Sandy's kid is ready to go to college. Sandy loses her job, and then all of a sudden, the money that was going to be that she was going to spend for the kid, mm-hmm. she now says, "I need that money. Like I can't spend that on college. So here's the deal, so that you don't go into debt." You're going to, um, you know, a SUNY school. You're not going to a fancy school, Mm -hmm. you know, one state over to have better beer. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Elizabeth, thank you for calling up and and holding and and talking to Jill. We appreciate it. And Elizabeth, I know you said you have a ton of questions. You can always reach out to Jill. Go to Jill on money. And to your questions there, Jill will contact you. Maybe even on her radio show, right, Jill? That's right. You can just okay. Anyone who has a question can send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com. And, of course, what you must say is, I listen to you on the bus. Yes, you have to yes. say that. Yes, absolutely. Please then do. I can give you guys a shout-out. Yeah, too. got it. Absolutely. Thanks, Elizabeth. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. And thank you, Jill. You're always a wealth of information. We love it. Uh, well, thank you. And everyone, take a deep breath because this is going on for a while. Yeah. Uh, wear yeah. your mask, wash your hands, and maintain your social distance. <laughs> Back off when you come near a tall Jewish girl in the grocery store. <laughs> mask. I'll be looking for that video. If somebody yeah. calls you hot shot, you'll know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, exactly. Jill. Talk to you next week. Big shot. Goodbye. Big shot. Goodbye. See you later. It's Buzz. It's Pizano and Sandy.